going on, everybody? This is your host, Marcos, or you can call me JJ. And with me, as always, my dad. What up, what up? So we decided we're going to name our podcast. Uh, we're going to welcome welcome you guys to the first or second, the Humana Sports Podcast. Um, um, I hope you guys like the name. We really do. And without further ado, let's go on and get into it. So for our first uh, topic of the day, we're going to be reviewing Super Bowl 55. So what you think, Dad? Okay, so my Super Bowl recap is Tampa Bay over Kansas City. They won 31 to 9. Everybody knows. Um, the possessions, they both had the ball about the same. And then Kansas City had it for 28 minutes, and then Tampa Bay had it for 31 minutes. But when they got into the red zone, it was a big factor for Kansas City. Um, they couldn't score, they couldn't do much. They went 0 for 3, you know, couldn't do nothing. They had two turnovers. Uh, the two interceptions by Mahomes. Um, Tampa Bay went three for five in the red zone. Uh, they both had 11 drives apiece. Um, the passing yards for Mahomes was uh, 270 yards. For Brady was 201 yards. And then for the rushing, it was uh, for Kansas City was 170 yards. And then for Tampa Bay was 145 yards. Um, Brady won the MVP. Uh, he brought home his seventh ring. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah, um, to me, the Super Bowl this year was, uh, I want to say, a little disappointing. Um, It's mostly on the Kansas City uh, side of the ball to see how explosive that offense was literally for the past three years and then just to see it flare out like that in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think they were prepared. Like, I don't think Andy Reid mentally prepared them to to go out there and play aggressive this game because it seemed like a lot of the plays – they were either scared to make a play or they just looked lost. Yeah. And expecting coming out of um, a championship last year, knowing that teams could know, you know, all of your moves, and then to just go into this game and have your offensive line just ruin it for you, like it doesn't make sense. So I think Kansas City has a lot to um, think about. Game, yeah. yeah, a lot to think about in the offseason. And, um, you know, I'm, I know Mahomes is uh, – more than eager to go back to that stage, but it's going to be hard because something like this, you know, you lose to Brady in the Super Bowl and it, it could deteri- crush, yeah, it deteriorates. It could crush your whole career yeah, when yeah. happened to golf. Just like, just like Russell Wilson, um, won his second year, went to go back to back and Brady beat him the next year. And then after that, we've never seen Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl. So, you know, um, I don't believe it'll be like that with Patrick Mahomes, but, it's going to be hard for him to um, get back there, especially now that all these AFC teams are really good. And, you know, um, Trevor Lawrence coming in. Uh, you don't know how Baker Mayfield is going to play next year. What if Joe Burrow comes back and be the star? You know, we never know. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Anything you want to add? No, I just think that uh, there's a Brady curse going on. Yeah, there's a Brady you know, curse. You um, once you go against Brady in the Super Bowl, like it's either you're gonna win or yeah. you're just you're you're gonna be forgotten, you know? Yeah. So and quick shout out to um Eli Manning and Nick Foles, because without them, Brady would have ten. So right. quick shout out to them. <laughs> but um, on to our next topic. We're gonna be talking about uh JJ Watt finally out of Houston. Um probably not the star, you know, everybody's expecting to be out of Houston. But uh, at least somebody, you know, a, a good guy that uh, still has a lot to 
play out in his career and hopefully he can get a ring. He has a lot to offer. Um, he was drafted in 2011. He's from Wisconsin University, defensive end. Um, three-time defensive player of the year, yep. uh, 2012, 2004, 2015, five-time Pro Bowler. Um, yeah, JJ, JJ was let go. The CEO, Cal McNair, uh, he just, he quoted, he said that he just wanted what was best for his players. And he just felt like he couldn't use JJ Watt for a bargaining piece Yeah, for a trade, you know, a good trade. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he... He, in other words, you know, they probably had their, you know, their piece together. Yeah. And JJ, JJ's gone now. Mm -hmm. So, um, JJ was a big, he, he was a big, uh, contribution to Houston. Houston yeah. Like, he had, yeah, he was, he, Houston, he did yeah. a lot of, uh, like he, um, he charity, charity, 41 million in relief effort for Hurricane That's Harvey. Amazing. Um, he helped build 1100 homes, uh. He fed 239 uh, meals in Houston. You know, um, it's just it's end of era yeah. in Texas, uh -huh. and uh, there's just there's big teams that they're they're they got the iron on the Bucks, Steelers, the Packers, yeah. the Browns. There's just so many teams that he's a good catch. He's still a mm -hmm. young, hungry player, so I think he'll end up in a good spot. Yeah, JJ uh, Watt was uh, Houston for all I could remember. Um, him. Aaron Donald and uh, Reggie Bush are the only players to win three defensive players of the years. So, you know, that's history right there. And um, I, I, I remember when I first started watching football around that time, and J.J. Watt was just a monster. You know, one of the best defensive right. players I've ever seen. Nobody could stop him. He would just run straight through that line. Right. And um, to see now that he has his brothers in the NFL, I, I do have a feeling he's going to end up going to the Steelers. But um, me too, me too. one of the other teams I was thinking about was the Rams because, you know, I do see him being a really good fit on that uh, defensive line and somebody that could really help out Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. And uh, that would be like a horrible nightmare matchup. For everybody. For, yeah, for all the linemen. For yeah, all for NFC. all the linemen. Yeah. So, you know, I think um, he still does have a lot of years in him. He, I think he's 30-something. He's 31. He's thirty-one, but even last year he was making those. He was making those plays. It's just on that team he was on, he couldn't make it to where they stood out enough. Right. Um. There was a video of uh him and Deshaun Watson walking off the field, and he said to Deshaun, "You know, I'm I'm sorry for wasting one of your years." Because even JJ Watt knows, you know, in that Houston Texans organization and with the player they have with Deshaun Watson, like you should be winning those games right. and uh, putting something around them to at least try to win. Right. But um. Obviously, J.J. Watt was fed up with it, and he wanted out. But I'm glad it, it did come to, like, an agreement, and it wasn't something like J.J. Watt got shipped out of Houston yeah, for, like, yeah. a couple first-rounders, uh -huh. and not, now he's on a bad team, and now he's stuck there. Right. So um, I'm glad, but we should see where he goes. For me, my pick is uh, probably Pittsburgh. but um, I think mine's is going to be Pittsburgh, too. Pittsburgh? I mean, Pat, I mean uh, Green Bay, it, they, they have the eye on them, too, but uh, – it's just the brother, his brother. Yeah, I think I think he'll click up with his brother in yeah. Pittsburgh, and I think he'll he'll be on the Steelers this next coming up year. Yep. Okay. Well, on to our next topic, we're gonna be talking uh, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback situation. Would you rather pick Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts to be the starting quarterback? Okay, so Carson Wentz. Let's, let's break it down for him. He's from uh, North Dakota State University. Um. He has five years experience. He's a one-time Pro Bowler. 
Um, his first three seasons, he was ranked as the fourth best quarterback in the whole NFL. Okay. So, uh, um, his first year came out, you know, he's, he was a rookie. He threw for, uh, you know, he threw 16 touchdowns that year, but he also had 14 interceptions, you know? So, uh, a rookie is going to make rookie mistakes, but fast forward this year, um, he had the same 16 touchdowns, but he had 15 interceptions to go with that. So, um, you could say that instead of him getting better, like he dwindled back to what he performed to when he was a rookie. Um, his total win, win losses is 30, uh, 32 wins and 24 losses. Um, he signed that four year, 128 million extension in 2019. Um, uh, uh he had he had 70 million guaranteed to him um i think that the i think the philadelphia they they paid way too much they put way too much uh heart and effort into this quarterback and i think that jalen hurts is going to be their new quarterback and i think that Wentz is leaving um let me talk about J uh, jalen hurts now uh, he's from oklahoma university he, he played for both Oklahoma and Alabama. He won a national championship in 2017 with uh, Oklahoma. Um, he he was he was way less, you know. He he only he signed for four years, six million dollars, you know, a 1.9 million signing bonus. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they got him for little to nothing, you know. But he performed way better than Wentz did, or you know. Um, his completion uh, percentage is 52% compared to Carson Wentz is 57%. Um, but you got to keep it in mind, this was his rookie year, so yeah. he's only going to get better from there. Mm -hmm. So I I think Wentz is, Wentz is getting shipped out. Wentz is getting traded, and uh, that that's all that's all there is to it. For me, uh, it's a hard situation um, seeing both of these quarterbacks. Uh, it just hurts me for Wentz, you know. He was, he was great. Like, I can say that there was a period of time where he was going to be the MVP, and he was playing, like, one of the best quarterbacks in football. And I could say after his injury that year, um, I think it just demoralized him. Like, I, I'm not sure what – Kind of broke him down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, it broke him down. Uh, obviously, uh, the due to the firing of Doug Peterson, you know, they want to fix that relationship with Carson Wentz. But I think the damage is already done. Um, I think the Eagles need to move on mm -hmm. as, as a football team. Uh, going, going to the Super Bowl and winning the way that the Eagles did is rarely seen. It's rarely seen. You know, Especially I, from the back of yeah, quarterback. the no. backup quarterback. And not only that, but you trying to fit a team around a quarterback that, like, trying to fit a Super Bowl team around a quarterback that, didn't go to the Super Bowl and won in front of him. But Wentz did set up uh, Foles that year. Yeah, you know yeah. he was he he was hungry that year. Yeah, I thought, no, I was, certainly thought was. Carson Wentz was going to go all the way that year. You know what I'm saying? Until he got until he got hurt. Yeah. I think so too. It's just I'm it when I look at all the Eagles fans and I and I see all the comments and I see everything. It's the owners. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie doesn't want to to fire Howie Roseman, and Howie Roseman is doing things. Every year, we've been needing uh, the Eagles been needing a receiver every year in the draft. Last year, we did get Jalen Rager, but we could have got Justin Jefferson. 
We passed up on Justin Jefferson. Year before that, could have got DK Metcalf, got JJ Arcega Whiteside. You know, so these are these are continuous things that are happening. And so, not not only that, but it's um the timeline of our team. Why are we bringing like why are the Eagles bringing in a 36 year old or like a 30 year old corner secondary linebacker when the rest of our team is modeled around a young secondary and um, not veteran, but an experienced D line. Right. Right, right. So, you know, I, I think it's uh, more towards the co- um, the organization and, like, how close that relationship is to Wentz. But saying that for Hurts, I love Hurts. Like, I, I'm in love with Hurts. I've been he performed wa- well yeah. this year. I've been watching him since, well. since Alabama. I watched him um, in Oklahoma. Him and CeeDee Lamb were one of the best college QB wide receiver duos I've ever seen. And... For him to uh, Jalen Hurts to get put in midseason around midseason, kind of it was a weird situation. Him getting his first start against New Orleans and winning that game, um, that was a big game for him. That was a really big game, and I don't think if he would have won that, there wouldn't have been such a you know Wentz or Hurts. You know, right, it would have right, right. been a Hurts is not really ready, but when he showed out in that game and when he showed out when he did play this season, besides those last couple games, but I don't blame him because we were trying to tank. The Eagles were trying to tank. They're trying to get a high draft pick. But I think Hurts is the future for the Eagles, and I think Wentz needs to go somewhere where it's um, they, they can fit his not only his play style, but uh, his timeline as well. That's why I've been hearing a lot of uh, Indianapolis. Oh, so Indianapolis would be a good fit for him. Yeah, uh, they have our um, – we're in trade talks. The Eagles are in trade talks, but they have our uh, old offensive coordinator and our old QB coach that we went to the Super Bowl with in that okay. year. Carson Wentz was having his MVP season. Philip Rivers retired already? Uh, he's, getting- he's like mealing retirement, but they – oh, no, I'm pretty sure he did. He did retire. Okay. He's going to be a high school co- a high school football coach now. Okay. But um, okay. that's that's the literally – So Indianapolis the, would be a pretty pretty good place for him to go. Yes. Lay, lay back, in the cut. I don't know what his value is. Like, I don't know what Wentz's value is because there's still a lot of teams that um, – are praying on Wentz to that can turn out as like a, a quality QB, and a lot of them are saying that we uh, there was an Eagles report saying that they want a Stafford type of deal. Like, he's a uh, he's he's only twenty eight. Yeah, so he is. He, he has he does have some upside to him. Yeah, he he's he's uh he he can still get it done. And I think it, with the trade, I think both of the teams that are trading could win because I still do think Wentz is at least a starting maybe with um. Without him getting hurt, obviously, because that's literally right, right, the only right, reason right, why right. he's never played. Has to be 100% yeah, he's never played a full um, sixteen seasons or even or sixteen game games season. or even more than like eleven games in a season. So if he stays healthy, he can produce. And not only that, but I think the Eagles can get a good return for him. Um, I don't know about three first round picks because I don't think Wentz is on Goff's like stature. Stature. I think they're kind of close, but I think just Goff has a little more. I think the most the Eagles could get is uh, maybe two first-round picks mm-hmm. or uh, two second-round and then maybe like two fourth-round picks. But um, for that being said, yeah, I, I really do have Hurts as the uh, starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. So once is gone, Hurts is starting. Hurts, yes. Okay. All right, and then on to um, probably one of the biggest topics we'll talk about on the show. We're going to be doing uh, – Top five QBs ever. Okay, my top five. Of course, we gotta go with Tom Brady. You know, the GO period. He has seven rings. 
My second pick is going to be Mr. Aikman from Dallas. Aikman. Aikman. I mean, dude. I was you weren't alive, but I was alive in the '90s when they would terrorize Buffalo in the Super Bowl, and they they would suck it to him, dude. Like Emmitt Smith, uh, uh, Michael Irvin, uh, Troy, dude. They were just they were beast mode, bro. I believe before, you. Before beast yeah. mode, okay. Then you got uh, Joe Montana. I mean, I want to put Joe Montana above Troy Aikman, but uh, I'm, I'm a Rams fan, dude. So I just. The 49ers, you pick a cowboy, the, it's over. The 49ers are our arch en- enemy, alright? So that's why I'm going with Joe Montana, fourth, okay? okay. And then, uh, I mean, my third. Then my fourth and fifth, I'm going to say I'm gonna say my fourth is going to go to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning? Yeah, yeah okay. good old Peyton Manning. Uh, you know, one ring over there in uh, Indianapolis, one ring in Denver, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, fulfilled yeah. his whole yeah. legacy. You know what I'm saying? Then my last quarterback gonna go to Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Green Bay, Frozen Tundra. He's the man, bro. Just you ain't messing with with Brett Favre. Okay, okay. Uh, um, I like that list. I like it. My top five. Uh, number one, we're going uh, Tom Brady. I don't right. think there's there's a doubt in my mind or even an argument that could hold up to how how um, great Tom Brady is. And, you know, one day somebody will surpass him, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah. I don't see anybody no doing that. No and uh, I appreciate that I get to see that type of great, you know, see the greatest quarterback oh, yeah. to ever live. You know, because out of all eras, you could have been born and you get born now and you get to see him. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout my me growing up, all I've seen is him winning championships. So, you know. A big impact on the way I look at football and the way I see um, the greatest players come in. But um, number two, Joe Montana. Uh, I think he's the closest to touching Brady right now. I think a lot of people were saying he was the like, you know, it's a Joe Montana versus Tom Brady goat debate. But I think the four to to seven, it's just it's really is the rings that get that really comes down to it. But Joe Montana, you know, not even if him and Tom Brady were go toe to toe. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, if, you know, Joe Montana played an amazing game. Yeah. Went out and yeah. Won. Oh, yeah. Because I, I wasn't alive to see him play, but seeing those highlights and seeing what he had with Jerry Rice, uh, amazing quarterback. One of the greatest. Yeah. Uh, for my third, I have Peyton Manning. Um, I, I, I really want to put him as the GOAT. Like, I really do. It's just I don't think he yeah, – uh, I like Peyton Manning. So yeah, I, I don't think he um, won enough championships. There was a lot of times he got in close, went to the AFC Championship, went to the divisional round, and then just didn't get it done. And when it comes down to it, those rings do matter, especially going up against somebody like Tom Brady or a Joe Montana. But uh, TD record-wise, you know, great. His MVPs, great. That one season he had in Denver where he threw like over 50 TDs, you know, that's unbelievable. I think if he would have won that Super Bowl against Seattle – his ledger would have been higher, and he probably would have been ahead of Montana. But for now, I got him at third. Um, fourth, I'm, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Because – Green Bay, again, no. Last – Green, yeah. Your fifth, your fifth quarterback to Green Bay. No, my fourth. This is my fourth. Oh, this is your fourth. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, so fourth, Aaron Rodgers. Um, again, growing up, seeing him play, uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Aaron Rodgers is good. Yeah. Uh, not only is it like – um. 
it's hard for me to do with Aaron Rodgers because I know he has one ring and I know, you know, he might not have the championship uh, caliber status as all these other quarterbacks do. But I cannot lie, you know, for what the Packers have given him as an organization, you know, never having a number one uh, first round wide receiver or never having like a first round they running back. They yeah, they made it work. They brought these people in, Greg Jennings, um, Jordy Nelson, you know, all these people uh, that weren't star players and fit them right along Aaron Rodgers. And during that time, you know, he's throwing for like 40 TDs a season. Does Rodgers end his career in Green Bay? Um, I mean, because we, we're going I don't to, think so. We're going down the line. We're going down the list. And all these all quarterbacks, these quarterbacks have, left. At the end of their career, they left. Yep. But none of them, unlike Brady, went to another team and won one. a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a Super Bowl. Bowl. So Brady's Must the first add, And it. Peyton Manning, too. But like, oh yeah, right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. But even for Manning, it did take a couple years. And Aaron Rodgers saying what he uh, he did after the NFC Championship, um, Packers front management is saying that they'll have Aaron Rodgers next year and that they're not stupid enough to let him go. Yeah, but yeah. that's not that's not a them decision. Mm -hmm. And I think next year, if it doesn't work out, Aaron Rodgers will leave. Okay, okay. Um, he was a good fit for him. I don't know to be honest. I have to because like if there is a surprise team like like Tampa Bay last year and you know they get Brady yeah and now they're good like that yeah. that's that's what Aaron Rodgers can do right okay okay so, so he needs pieces too yeah he need, of course he needs pieces but I think he just needs a couple like Green Bay has Devontae Adams but even Devontae Adams was like fourth round fifth round pick and you know they uh farmed him and grew grew him into their system but um Enough for Rodgers. My last pick, my fifth. Uh, I hate to give it to him, but it's going to be Troy Aikman. Um, I wasn't alive to see those Super Bowls, but Domination. believe me, when people Domination. are Cowboys fans, people are Cowboys fans because of what they did in the 80s and 90s. They will not let that go. Dude, I hear so it. Good. I hear it <laughs> all so the time. Good. I hear it so all good. the time. And seeing uh, where the status is of Emmett Smith, all-time rusher, you know, like I think over um, 200 TDs or something so, like that. So sick. Yeah, 100 TDs maybe. Um, Michael Irvin, one of the best wide receivers ever, you know, one of the greatest Cowboys to wear number 88. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the man out of UCLA, Trey Aikman. Uh, the, I, I, I would say hate him more if he didn't go to UCLA. Um, and he was from over here. But uh, – you know, seeing that he went to college, you know, in California and knowing that he was a California boy and that he went out there to Texas, did what he did, yeah. won those three rings, you yeah. know, won those Super Bowls. I give know. it to him. Yeah, and I, and I give it to him. I think he deserves the fifth fifth best. And I think it'd be crazy not even to put him in your top, you know, seven QBs. Yeah. He has yeah. to be in there. But, um, yeah, anything you want to add? Um, Tom Brady went to Michigan. Tom Brady wants to Michigan. Go blue. Go, Go blue. blue. Okay, that's all. All right. <laughs> so, um, uh, we're going to be talking some basketball now. Uh, first topic, we're going to be seeing if it's uh, the Philadelphia 76ers year to go to the finals. Okay. So, so what do you, what are you thinking about Joel Embiid and his, uh, his Sixers this year? Joel Embiid, he has a he has a case to uh, uh, MVP case this year. Yeah, he has a he has a strong MVP case this year. Um, he has a lot of pieces that he that uh, that could take him 
to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe even to the finals, you know. Um, of course, Brooklyn's there. Um, they have Danny Green, you know, he has three chips. Champion. Dwight, you know, just won a chip last year. Champion. And then they got uh the, the center, Ben Simmons. He's just he's tight. I, I like him. Is? I, I like him. I like him. I like and then they got uh, Tobias Harris, you know, he be he be, you know, putting it down. Um the reason why I think they have a good chance of going is uh their uh their coaching staff, they got Doc. Doc. Uh remember he was an NBA player. You yeah. got name in uh, Chad, Sam 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 Cassell. Oh, Alien. Yeah, Sam Cassell. <laughs> uh you know, these guys they, they in my time in the 80s and 90s, these guys yeah, were good. Play. They were pretty yeah. good players, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, I, I mean, Doc Rivers makes chemistry everywhere he goes. Yeah. He, did, he did it with he did it with Boston. Uh, with Boston, he did it with the Clippers. Clippers. You know, he makes yeah. it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um I'm thinking I'm thinking 76ers versus Brooklyn Eastern Conference Finals this year. Okay. I think they're gonna make it. I think they're gonna make it that far. Right now, that their uh, wins, they have eighteen wins, nine losses. You know, they're up there. Uh, you know, next to them in the next division is Milwaukee, the sixteen and ten. You know, so uh, I think I think they got a good chance to go to the to the Eastern Eastern you know, Conference Eastern Conference because I think they could beat Boston. Oh, I, know I think they, they could can beat Boston. I think they could definitely. And beat then Boston. I know they could be. I know they could beat Milwaukee. I don't think Milwaukee's going to be a, a, a yeah, juggernaut so. like it was last year. No, you know what I'm saying? they were really good yeah, last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I think I think uh, uh, Philadelphia can go to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. For me, I think I, I'm going to go ahead and say that they can go to the finals. Uh, this is uh, Joel Embiid's year. This is his year. Uh, so much for Ben Simmons. I it's just really hard for me to like him because you don't like Ben. His prime. If you look at his stats from his prime, from his rookie year and from now, his rookie stats were better. So he's dwindling. He's dwindling. Okay. He can He can only. Ben Simmons not having the jump shot is affecting his career so bad, and it's not even that he doesn't have one. It's just he's not having the confidence to take the shots. He's only his his career attempt three for a year is like six, and then mid range jumpers like. Dude, you don't have to make all of them shoot the ball. Like, stop trying to go in and dunk. You're averaging 14 points per game with what, like seven assists? Okay. Yeah, I love to you. Take it you to the showed home. out. Yeah. You showed out your rookie your rookie year, and that's all you're gonna do. Donovan Mitchell, on the other hand, you know the person you were competing for for rookie of the year that year. He's best, going best, off best, in Utah yeah, this year. best record in the best record in the league. Um, mm-hmm. 20 points per game, uh, score averaging. You know that rookie year, he beat Westbrook and he beat Paul George to take. Uh, OKC pass uh, to take Utah past OKC and to see now that they're in a prime position to win a championship Ben Simmons needs to be that LeBron people are saying that I hate how they're comparing that LeBron knew how to shoot LeBron had at least some type of jump shot coming into the NBA he the only reason why he was uh relying so much on dunking and on lay these layups is because nobody could test his athleticism but now you're in a 2020 year old uh 2021 um, old league, and these people 
seen that athleticness. You know, there's people right there, you know, that could jump as high as you and that could play as hard as you. And Ben Simmons is one of those players that needs to see that because he does have all-star potential. You know, I believe he's some type of all-star. But if he's not going to care so much to help Joel Embiid put points on the board, you know, because I know nobody's looking at Joel Embiid and be like, oh, I hope Joel or I hope Ben Simmons has 11 assists today. Like, nobody cares. They want him to score the ball. Yeah. yeah. You don't like, you can have that, but you don't need that. They tried, uh, Philadelphia tried placing shooters around them. Okay. And I think that's. They got Seth Curry and yeah. they got Danny Green. I think that's what's working so well for them in the Doc Rivers system is. But if you're going to have somebody like Ben Simmons who could get shut out in the playoffs uh, by Giannis, by uh, right. Kevin Durant, right? what are you going to do about that? That takes out one of your scoring options. You can't just re- rely on a warrior system to where if one of your players gets shut down, you're going to have the rest of them chuck up threes. You know, And I think the only argument that they have that could get them past that is nobody can guard Joel Embiid. Um, nobody can keep up with him in the paint. I think for me – He's one of the most dominant centers since uh, Dwight Howard's prime. You know, I think that the age of big men are coming back. And not only are they coming back, but they're coming back more skilled and more um, athletic. You know, I I was seeing a a play the other day of Joel Embiid, and they're like, the reason why he's he's having this year is because he's doing things that, you know, centers shouldn't be able to do. This man was dribbling, post up, spin move, (laughs) step back three. Like, you're – Centers aren't supposed yeah, to be doing that. Doing centers that. aren't supposed to be doing that, you know. And you're lucky that if he would, if if you know the the league is lucky that Joel really wanted to focus on just in the paint, you know, and emulate himself just like Hakeem. I'm pretty sure he can come close to that. But uh, so you think he'd be as good as Hakeem Olajuwon? I, I don't think so, but I think he'd be like you know a good comparison. You know, I think it'd be a good uh, um, if you were to bring him up like. Centers. Yeah, centers, centers who could play in this time. You know, I think Hakeem could. And I think if him and Embiid would play each other, it would be a good matchup. And it would be those type of, you know, uh, shimmy moves, you know, yeah. dream shake moves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but same for the Sixers. It just really depends. on. I have my eyes set on Ben Simmons if they're going to they're gonna do anything this year. Ben Simmons has to step up. It's going to be on Ben Simmons. All right, and then for our last topic of the day, um, I really want you guys to uh, let us know your thoughts on this because this is like this could be its own um, podcast on its own. Yeah. Uh, my last subject is going to be uh, who you got, LeBron James or Michael Jordan, for the greatest of all time. Ooh, okay. I'm going to let you go ahead. All right. MJ, Michael Jordan. Okay. Played 14 seasons, uh, played 1,072 games. He averaged like 38 minutes. Um, point wise, career, he scored 32,292 points. Six time champ, six times MVP's final, or six times final MVP, five time MVP, 14 time All Star, three time NBA All Star. He was uh, Rookie of the Year in 85. He was the two-time dunk champion. Back to back. Okay. Um, he was drafted from North Carolina. He was third overall, first round. Um, Jordan is Jordan. Jordan is just – Speaks for I himself. I mean, it speaks for itself. Like, 
you're talking Jordan. You are for you. You're talking greatness. You're talking. Um, he's the reason why people brought up the word goat. Like yep. he is. He's the, the epitome of when you say goat, you think automatically Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Um, so I think Michael Jordan. He in my time, I was born in the eighties. He was on fire. He was. I mean, he was beast mode. He was, he was, I mean, he was sick. He was everything that you wanted a, a, a all-star basketball player to be. He, uh, he played against the great, you know, the greatest yeah. players too. You know, he played against Kareem, played against Magic, played against Isaiah Thomas. He played a Kim Olajuwon. He played, he played with James Worthy. He played with all those great players and he still came out to be the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Jordan in his heyday, I mean, just go off to a point where it's just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, is there a, is there a magnet is inside there, the ball yeah. under the shot? You know, because he's just draining, right. draining, draining, draining. It's just ridiculous. Okay. So we talked about Jordan's, Jordan's stat. I'm going to talk about LeBron's stat now. Okay. He was the first round, uh, first round pick, first round, 2003. He was the rookie of the year, 2004. Four-time NBA champ, four-time uh, Finals MVP, four-time NBA MVP, sixteen-time All-Star, three-time NBA All-Star MVP. Okay, he he's played twelve hundred ninety-two games. He averaged about as much minutes as Michael. He played thirty. He plays. He's played thirty-eight minutes average. Um, here his career point pointed uh, wise. He's at 34,933. That was as of Sunday Sunday morning. Okay. And they played they played against Denver last night and you know okay. add on. Um his his field goal percentage is a tad better than Jordan's uh-huh. at 50% over uh Jordan's 49%. Um I've got to give it to I mean, just looking at on paper, I think it's has to be LeBron, bro. I mean, Jordan is Jordan, but LeBron, it's just too, there's <laughs> too much just accolades for this guy. I mean, granted, Michael Jordan only played 14 seasons to LeBron's 18, you know, as a run out, and LeBron's still going. But yeah. it looks on paper, LeBron is better. But I think if Michael Jordan would have kept playing, you know, up to where he was, you know, the greatest, you know what I'm saying? Not, yeah. not Michael Jordan when he went to the Wizards, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we forget, would, everyone forgets. Yeah, everyone, don't don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think I, I, LeBron James, LeBron James. That's that's my yeah. pick, man. Okay. Um, this is hard. Uh, it's a hard one. The reason we we even thought of bringing this up, uh, of course, LeBron passing Wilt Chamberlain and all time made field goals. Just uh, recently. Just recently, uh, past week, and you know, looking at LeBron four years ago, we're saying, you know, is he going to break these records? He's flying through these records. He is flying, and um, to put it in perspective, to think like you know, Jordan played fourteen and LeBron played, you know. He's gonna play end up playing 20. Right. Um, you know, Jordan in his in his prime, that's you know, the reason why so much people give him the go is because six and oh, he's perfect in the finals. Right. He's, he never lost. 
But for LeBron, I think he's um, his prime is way longer than Jordan's. Oh yeah, like LeBron is all of 2010s, just like Jordan was 90s. I think if Jordan wouldn't have retired those two years, I think he would have ended up going back to the finals and maybe even having seven or eight. But uh, those two years really did, you know, break a lot off his legacy to where he could have won those championships. He was kind of he was pretty focused on his baseball career yeah, at that time, yeah. you know, when he would try to go play for Chicago. And a lot of people say that there's a conspiracy with that. Like, the only reason he uh, left the league was because he was um, banned for – gambling oh so he was betting yeah they said oh, that supposedly? they said that the nba um he was too big of a star to get like suspended from the nba so they were like okay you're, you're gonna go undercover for gambling oh that's a conspiracy though that's a conspiracy okay. um so, i could see it though. i could definitely see that you know jordan was a Jordan's ridiculous jordan. but um back on the list let me just give you more stats like jordan 10 scoring titles 10-time All-NBA First Team, a Defensive Player of the Year Award, nine-time Defensive First Team, and then five-time, fifth in all-time scoring. Okay. I don't want to bring up, like, the MVPs, Finals MVPs. You guys know that. LeBron, on the other hand, this is ridiculous. Like, I, I just hate how so much people use the ring. And back, in football, it's different. I think it's because it's harder to get to the Super Bowl than it is to the Finals, seeing how – Jordan can get to six finals just like that every year and seeing how LeBron can go every, every year, you know, it's, it's, it shouldn't be a, um, a, a player based thing. I think it really is more on the team uh, because LeBron went into those finals with uh, like, Oh seven, who, who was his best player? Virgil, Igalskis against a dynasty San Antonio team. Yeah. You know, that was Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Manu in their prime. So <clears throat> I don't want to fault LeBron for that. I don't want to fault LeBron for going up against the Warriors with KD, with him, his best player only being like uh, Kevin Love or like George Hill. Like it's ridiculous. But just to point out even more facts for LeBron, he has – this is just in the finals. Most 30-point triple-doubles in the finals. Most defensive rebounds in the finals. Second most uh, three-pointers in the finals. Only player to ever average a triple-double in the finals. Three-time three scoring. Most all NBA teams with 16, and he leads Jordan in all stats. Yeah. That's what I got. So I think for me, it's going to be Jordan is the GOAT for now, but LeBron is coming. Like LeBron's right on his tail. And I give major props to LeBron because I remember a couple years ago in like 2016 or 2017, people were going to say you were crazy for trying to compare Jordan to LeBron. Yeah. Or LeBron's Jordan. Yeah, no. Hardly no titles then. Yeah. And um, for you, you know, I know it's different because you've seen Jordan play. Yeah. Like, you've seen his airness and the the magic that he uh, not only put on the basketball court, but in the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I consider Jordan to be the GOAT still in some type of way because, you know, you don't see people going out and wearing LeBrons. You know, yeah. you, you step yeah. out. No, no, you don't. No matter what team you like, you could like the Lakers, you mm -hmm. could like – Cavs, you can like Celtics, you're gonna have some Jordans. Hey, you feet. got Jordans, you got game. Yeah, right. exactly. And how much he changed, you know, the um, the culture of basketball, right. and he made the people all over around the all over the world, you know, fall in love with it. You know, that contributes some to, into it too. But I think LeBron has the same impact. You know, um, his civil rights uh, movement. justice movement, his social rights movement, 
him building a school um yeah all of his um charities and um all-star game uh yeah all, all of his yeah you know donations and everything you know lebron is right there with jordan you know you say uh who what athlete do you know lebron you know most likely gonna be top three or number one especially in america you know you don't have to watch basketball to know who lebron james is but um i think this year if he does win i i'm just waiting on lebron to win his fifth i've 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 always said that if LeBron wins his fifth, that he'll be the GOAT. Uh, he doesn't need to win six. I don't think he needs to win six. You know, people are going to talk about the four and nine or the five and nine, six and nine. Yeah, it can never be a race. Like, why are you, why are you going to, okay, you can, you can say, you know, oh, this, this player is great because he got to the finals. Well, what about LeBron? He lost, but he went there. He's eight, been there. Eight he straight. Lives there. Eight straight. <laughs> you want to talk about Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl? Imagine seeing, LeBron James in a and, and the championship, eight straight finals, eight straight and and I've always appreciated it. I didn't get to see Jordan, you know. I didn't get to see the the goat, the so called goat. So now I remember I was sitting in school and people are like, "Why are you gonna watch the Warriors and the Cavs again for like the third straight time?" It's because you had you had to appreciate this type of thing, you know. This is a a, a legacy that you're seeing before your eyes, you know. A lot of people are like, I didn't know LeBron was on the Lakers now. Wow. Yeah, like wow. Yeah, you didn't know that. Like, I know, I know you're probably not into sports, but like, you know, those certain things, you know, that means a lot to see his his greatness and see to see him now. Because I know when LeBron leaves the league, it's gonna be way different. Like yeah. it's gonna be tough. Just like Kobe. Kobe left, you know, and I don't think we have somebody like that. Like when Kobe left, we got to see LeBron. Like we still had, yeah. you know, some type of goat. Yeah. When LeBron leaves. It's a whole different era, yeah. you know. This is the to look up the, to. the they're gonna call it the post LeBron era. I already I can already hear it now, and you know, most likely it's gonna be Kevin Durant leading that. You know, it could be Steph Curry, you know, leading that new era of players going into retirement for them. You know, just laying down the groundwork for them, just like they've been. Foundation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but to see LeBron do this much into an era right now where it's so hard to win and all these super teams. You know, I think he's really close to being the GOAT. But I had to I have to give it to Jordan for now just because of his accolades. Um Jordan's stats are ridiculous too. He's had uh 73, 45 plus game, uh 45 points plus games, 63, uh career high in the playoffs. You know, I don't want to doubt Jordan for what he played, like who he played, but I think as he won his championships, I I did I do think the competition got like less less competitive um, le- le- i don't want to say like the people he were playing weren't competitive but once well, they uh, once, way less fouls back in the day but once i i don't think it's so much 80s i think once bird magic and uh cream and all them left you know the league was really like saturated Soft. that's why they <laughs> i think that's why they soaked so much out of jordan and tried to make him so much the star because you already had bird and uh magic, magic going out with kareem um, you know, the Pistons were falling apart. Uh, and then 90s, you look at Jordan's uh, finals matchups. He played Clyde Drexler. That's Portland, it. That's all, yeah, that's all he, all, that's all they had in their team, you know. And who who could have beaten Clyde Drexler to get to the Western Conference Finals like that year? Think about it. Next year, Charles Barkley, one man star. One man. I think he had um, 
Is that when he's Kevin on, Johnson? Is that was he on the Rockets? No, Phoenix or, or Phoenix oh, the Suns. Yeah, when they had like Kevin Johnson and uh oh, an all right team, but still look at it one one All Star MVP, one player, uh-huh. third year he goes plays um. I believe it was uh who do you play who do you play, what Gary Payne was when he came back Gary Payne the Sonics when he came back, yeah. But that third year, when he three played it, who do you play? I'm not sure. I have to do my homework. Though. Yeah, I'm not too. I forgot. I keep forgetting. I can't believe I did. Okay, but fast forward comes out of retirement, plays Gary Payne, Sean Camp, and the Sonics in the finals. Okay, that's an all right. You know, that's an all right. You have the 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 glove, and Sean Camp was all right. Sean Camp was dope. Yeah. Yeah. But you think he, you know, he was on level to beat Jordan? No. 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 And he then, was good at dunking, yeah. but he wasn't. <laughs> and he then wasn't on Jordan's level. Next, next two years, they go and play Utah. So that means Utah came out of the West so yeah, two back to back time. In the mail, man. Stockton, Stockton, and Malone. Yeah. But then after that, you know, like where, where is, where is it? I, I, it's just hard for me to pair it and then put it on alongside to the the Golden State Warriors, one of the greatest teams of all time, the the dynasty San Antonio Spurs, not only once but twice. Uh, uh, who else? Um, you could probably even say like Miami was a good, was an all right team for LeBron to play in the finals. You know, taking them to six games, seeing that, you know, that probably would have even been more than the Phoenix Suns only getting, you know, one, two games on Jordan. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it, it's just hard for me. There's just so much talent in this league, and I think it's harder than it is ne- than it was. It, it's harder now than it was to get to the finals and to play and actually win than for how easy it was for yeah, Jordan it, it to go. It is a lot more competitive nowadays. Yeah. And I can see Jordan, like, you know, going to three finals and three-peating is hard. Like, that is mentally draining. And him always having to be in his room because he couldn't go out because how much of a star he was. And seeing it on the last dance, I understand it was mentally. That's another thing they say, too. He took a break because he was just too tired. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Jordan in his prime. LeBron is prime. Who wins the one-on-one? A one-on-one? Um, okay, but like, what, what are the rules? Like, what's it up to? We're going up to 10 by ones. By ones? No threes. No threes. Outside the outside of three will be a two. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm taking Jordan. All day, I'm taking Jordan. I'm taking Jordan. I'm taking Jordan. That's it. I'm taking Jordan. I'm taking Jordan. But if you put, um, okay, what about Prime Jordan and Prime LeBron versus teams? I got LeBron. Yeah, I got LeBron too. That, that's the one thing is just LeBron. Um, Le- I seen a thing. LeBron's not a born scorer, but he's going to end up as the greatest scorer of all time. Yeah. With the most points. So... You know, I, I think if a team aspect comes into it, LeBron just has the assist. You know, he has that magic type. Last year we've seen it for sure. He has that magic type. Uh, passing. Facili- yeah, facilitation, the passing. But for one-on-one, yeah, I don't I don't think anybody could beat Jordan one-on-one. Actually, well, no, for- uh, Kobe. I think Kobe um, could beat Jordan one-on-one. Well, probably LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball. <laughs> That'd be unfair, though. Okay, well, 
I hope you guys enjoyed our show. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode four. Um, we appreciate you guys for the listen. And uh, hope you guys have a good week. All right. See you guys next time. God bless you guys.